Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. And uh, it is Friday night, April 1st, April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting on the couch. We just finished some really good steaks, mm-hmm. really good French fries. Mm-hmm. We have pre-purchased the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And it has, hold on, let me pull it up here. 42 minutes before it starts. So we're recording, getting ready for this pay-per-view. And they sold us on this pay-per-view FTR versus the Briscoes. Yes, yes. So, I mean... I don't really. I'll be honest with you. There's. I don't care about Jonathan Gresham grooming Bandito. I don't yeah. care about any of that. All I care about is FTR and the right. and the Briscoe. And then at ten o'clock, we're gonna mm-hmm. get on Peacock mm-hmm. and we're gonna, gonna watch. Get, a, <laughs> and then yeah, never yeah. mind. Get on the Peacock. Yeah, yeah on the Peacock <laughs> network, and um, we're gonna watch. Uh, Two of my favorite wrestlers and my favorite tag team. Yeah. Yeah, so in the Hall of Fame, and then this you know, is the Mark Whitman Hall of Fame class, with the exception of Charmel. No, and I like Charmel, man. I, ain't got no, yeah. I mean, I don't know that I pick her over to other people, but I mean, I don't. She was there. She contributed. She was, you know. I'm not trying to knock her. I'm just saying. No, I mean, I, if you I, were writing down my favorites, yeah. Steiners, Vader, Undertaker. Undertaker. <laughs> no, uh, she's beautiful. She ha- she made a great contribution to the the Booker T yeah. uh, character, the King Booker, which I loved. I've always I'm a big Booker T fan. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she probably I don't know that she'd been my first choice, but I can't think of anybody else. You know. Right. She was a good. I don't mean that, well, from Texas. Uh huh. Yeah. And. You don't I mean she's a secondary induct inductee. I mean, no disrespect by yeah, that yeah. at all. Yeah, I mean, she's not meant, you know, she's not going to take away from, you know, from the other guys. I'm sure they'll induct probably Vader first, and then her, and then the Steiners, and then Undertaker. So here's my question then. And Shad Gaspard. Oh right, who, right. Who, the Warrior Award. More than anybody, I mean, guy, you talking about a guy who literally gave his life to save his kid. So, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty pretty incredible. Yeah, amazing guy. Um, I would maybe we need to go back. Where does this Hall of Fame class stack up with some uh, of the rest? Uh, well, yeah, I think you. Yeah, because you had one year you had like Foley and San Martino went in. At oh the same yeah, time. yeah, and uh, you know, of course Austin. I forget who all went in with Austin. But they used to do like eight people. Mm-hmm. It's like they were trying to get everybody in. Yeah, now I think they've realized. Yeah, we might need to. Yeah, not only slow it down for that reason, but slow it down because you're talking about a. It was turning into like a five or six hour ordeal. Right. Right. You know. And I think this is intended tonight, an hour, you know? Yeah. Um, I bet it'll go a little longer than that. Right, right, right. I don't know. I don't imagine Undertaker. I mean, they did a 10-part documentary on the guy. What else? He can't have much more to say. Right. They really, they unveiled the statue of him. Uh-huh. And uh, that, was, that was pretty cool. 
Cool. I haven't heard who's inducting Vader. Have you? I assumed it was going to be Mick Foley, but I don't know. I don't know either. That's and it a- may not be anybody. It may just say, hey, you know. Right. That may be a thing that they're doing to cut down on stuff. I guess uh, Brian Breaker was going to induct the Steiners, if anybody. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That would make sense. Um, now, tonight, the Hall of Fame is an award show. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder if, like, if Brian Breaker gets up there mm-hmm. and he makes a joke about yeah. Dolph Ziggler's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Would Dolph Ziggler go up there and hit him? Dolph Ziggler might, but I bet you Will Smith wouldn't. <laughs> right, right. So let's talk about this because because everybody else is right, mm-hmm. and we're coming at it from a wrestling perspective. Okay, like you are. I am. Yeah. Uh, I have watched this thing mm-hmm. like the Zapruder film. Just yesterday, another angle was released <laughs> uh-huh. from behind where Will Smith was sitting. Mm-hmm. And he hits him, turns around with a grin on his face, walks back, and Jada's just sitting there laughing at the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like she's in on the joke. So I ask you, Mark Whitman. No, I think it was a legitimate thing. I you think do. It, I do, because... Uh, as much backlash as there is right now, right? I feel like they would have come out and said, "No, nah, wait a minute, now nah. we were just, you know." Right. I expected to hear that anyway, even whether it was real or not. I was yeah. expecting before the week was out, and I don't know. I mean, maybe, but it just seems like with all the backlash from it, especially directed towards Will Smith, uh, right? That. Um, that somebody would have said something by now to kind of diffuse that. Some publicist would have been like, look, you need to tell everybody this was fake. I don't even, I know Will Smith won an award. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you who won any of the other awards. I didn't even know. See, that's the thing about the, somebody said the other day that the Oscars was the Super Bowl for nerds. Right. And I was like, hey, that's great. That's a good way to describe it. Like, I can remember growing up and it would be the movies that you liked and the movies that you right, watched. So you right. would watch it, you know, right. cause you wanted to right. see who won. I, I remember looking a month ago when they announced them, uh-huh. who the nominees, I remember just kind of seeing the article and looking at yeah. it and I don't think I'd seen any of the movies. Yeah. Maybe one or two of them. Right. Um, right. I, I didn't know who half the people that were nominated and were. Th- and this is after they've expanded the best picture category to what, 10? Not ten only picture. that, not only to 10, but also now Netflix movies can be nominated. Oh, wow. And Amazon Prime movies can be nominated because I think some of them were. Yeah. Well, I remember back in the, like, there, there, there was a point where the best pictures would be announced. And it would be, oh, those are the movies I've seen. And yeah, then I remember right. a shift. And I remember that shift being a movie. Uh, the English Patient was one, and then yeah. The Artist was another. Yeah. where Both There was a movies. shift to where, oh, I need to go and watch these movies that got nominated. Yeah. Um, I remember one time Karen went out of town, and I just went and rented like like training, I hadn't seen Training Day, but I was, was but I was like, okay, who who were the best actor uh-huh. winners from the last? 
I mean, she was gone for like a week. Uh-huh. So, like, I, like, locked the door and just watched. Well, aren't that the best, though? I, when you get those days, like, when you can do that. Man, I don't remember. I don't have days like that much anymore. No, no, no. I say that. I'm going to watch it wrestling all day tomorrow and the next day and half of the day today. <laughs> <laughs> like, my life is so terrible. Yeah. Oh, listen, you know? I got I got no complaints. So my thing, I saw a picture, and it had everything diagrammed. And mm-hmm. this is this is this was what what initially made me think it was fake or whatever you want to call it. Is if I'm sitting here right now and I'm looking at the TV, and you and you did a sudden movement toward me, I would flinch instinctively. I would flinch. Okay. Yeah, I want to hear your take. It, what I saw uh-huh. was Chris Rock thinking a a bit was fixing to happen. Uh-huh. Oh, he's going to come up here and shadow box with me, or he's going to lean in and tell him something. I think that's why he leaned into him, because he thought that he was going to play with, be playful. So why would you think you needed to flinch if you, you know? But the okay, because who does that? But his who just walks up and slaps somebody open handed in the face? But like in that? the picture. He's bracing for it, like it's a. It's I a don't pick. think he. Is. I mean, I listen. I mean, I, I mean, he's like gritting his teeth right before the slap happens. Well, he probably. You just said you'd flinch. There was a moment, but when I mean, I, I would flinch and like try to block it. Again, I'm Zapruder filming. Would it. you? That quick. <laughs> that was quick, Mark. For those of you uh, without the <laughs> video. <laughs> Mark just threw his hand at me, and I did flinch. But, you but I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have blocked. <laughs> and what did you do? You gritted your teeth because you thought I was going to hit you. Yeah. I watched your teeth. I wanted to see what you do. Yeah. That's what you get. So you did it again. <laughs> Got your gunshot. <laughs> you don't want to taste my pimp hand. Pimping, but thy you, name is Whitman. But when, you, <laughs> but when you had that bat earlier. Uh-huh. I like you that. had the bat. I hated it. But you said, let me see that bat. Wait, yeah, anyway. Because uh, I'm the bad. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the point here's the point. Okay, Chris Rock tickets. So, there were people though who wanted a refund because mm-hmm. uh, what's what's today? Today's Friday, Wednesday night. I guess he did a show. Mm-hmm. The tickets had tripled in prices. Mm-hmm. Um, and they and he got there and he said. Hey, I got a whole show planned. I hadn't even had a chance to think about what happened, even write a bit. And, and they people, were wanting him to address it. And they were like, you're not going to address it. And he didn't. And they're like, well, we I mean, he didn't things. have to if he didn't want to, but he will. Right. right. Here's another thing that made me think it was real. If you go back and watch it, a lot of people are focusing on the smack. Yeah. I'm focusing on the aftermath. Yeah. There was a moment uh-huh. when he was he was teeing up some jokes. Yeah. And he stopped himself. Yeah. And I think he deserves a little credit for that. Because he, like, you're talking about a guy that you could nuke. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. You're talking about a guy that you could verbally, you don't even have to be that witty. Yeah. I could get up there, you could get up there and roast Will Smith. Yeah. You know. Now I'm going to be and honest. It, it would be easy. A lot of the stuff and the memes that people have been talking about, I, I, I know vaguely what they're talking about and some of the things that have happened. And I guess Will Smith released a book or whatever. 
but I, I would not, I wouldn't know what to roast him about. But people, but people that pay, I would say, hey, maybe you'd want to reserve some of that, some of that anger for the guy that slept with your wife. Right, right, right. It's you know, weird. did you slap him? Right. Or let's just say, I think Mick Foley said it best. If it wasn't Chris Rock up on the stage, right. if it was The Rock up yeah. on the stage, would you have had the same amount of uh, energy for smacking him across the mouth? Because I don't think you would. Right, right. I didn't realize Chris Rock was in his late 50s. Yeah. Dude, you're in your late 40s. He was on Saturday Night Live when you were a teenager. Yeah, that's, that's crazy to me. Uh, but there's the flip side to sometimes there's consequences. For the right. things that you say. Right. Right. There's a lot of layers. Yeah, that's right. This is not a simple <clears throat> to this black whole and white thing. issue. No, it's, it's, it, there's a lot to it, man. The, you know, what was it? You know, the whole world's making fun of Will Smith before this anyway. Right. And then there's the, the entitlement of this world that he lives in where he can do something like that right. and just get away with it. I mean, right. if you at work... And somebody says something that you don't like at work, and you get up and slap them, both of y'all are probably going to get fired. Right, right, But right. in his world, yeah, there's no consequences. This is not going to cost Will Smith one red cent. Right, right. You know, Jim Perry said if he'd done that to me, I'd sue him for $200 million. And then they they made a documentary <laughs> about Jim Carrey's behavior on the set of Man on the Moon. Right. So right. he he needs to stay out of it. No, that's right. And so does Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Because if you don't like if he doesn't like it, he should go back on YouTube and Google some of the footage of him slinging elbows and fists. Oh yeah. In the NBA, I just you know when you live in a glass house, you right. know somebody asked me what would you do in that situation, and I'm like first of all. That situation is never going to happen. Right. Where I would be at the Oscars and Chris Rock would make a joke about my wife. That's never going to happen. Right, right, right. You know, and they said, well, what about if it was just a friend of yours yeah. that insulted your wife? And I had to think about it. I, you don't know how. I said, you know, yeah. a hundred, you know, 99 out of 100 times, I'd probably just say, hey, man, come on. Yeah. But, you know, there's that one day yeah. that everybody has yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. Where that's all it takes. We're yeah. all capable of smacking somebody across the mouth. Yeah. You know, all of us are. I Here's the thing with this that is for a moment, if it was real. You just don't want to commit to thinking that it's real because you don't want people to. No, no, no. I'm, I legitimately think, I don't know. You legitimately think you don't know. Right. But Will Smith, it wasn't like he took two steps in Chris Rock. Like, he had time while he's walking up there yeah. to come to his senses mm -hmm. to where, and maybe he didn't know what he was going to do. It might be why he smacked him instead of punching him, you know? I don't know. I he, I don't think he hit him that hard. And no, he, did, he, he didn't have a good hit, stance. And then, no. and then he very – here's what – you know, I'd have had a little bit more respect for him if he'd have smacked him and stood there and waited on what happened. Yeah. But he, stood, he smacked him and he ran. He smacked him, 
Slapped his hand when he smacked him. He did not smack his hand he, when he slapped. Did he? Did he keep? Oh, he his, he's a he's a young buck. So let me. I, somebody posted a video of this kid, maybe like a four or five year old kid, like uh, doing his karate, I saw karate that, class. Yeah, yeah. That was where. Uh, Someone please tell my wrestling loving kid he doesn't have to slap his leg. At <laughs> oh, I practice. didn't say. I was thinking of it. And the little video. kid's like sitting there doing it. He's going down doing his kick exercises, slapping his <laughs> leg. Um, but I, but like to be, I mean, there's definitely you know stuff in the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. But he had time. Like, and how? how where does your brain ha- like Chris? Imagine. I mean, excuse me. Will Smith <clears throat> is in. Like he lives in that world where. He not like he lives diff- in a world of make believe. That well, that's very true, Martin. That's Imagine if you spent all your time acting out scenes from movies. You I ever do. go to a wrestling show and everybody walks around wanting to lock up with you all the time and grab you and put you in a headlock? Not and me. Narrow- Really? They, me. they just want to come up and talk to me. Really? Yeah. Come on. Seriously. Every time we go to a show, somebody like walks up and tries to lock up oh, with me. Right. Are they? <laughs> Just, you know, yeah. they chop me across the chest. You know what I mean? It's right. every time you're at a show. Right, right, right. You know? Right. Oh. I'm looking at you, Bryce Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> always, always smacking me across the chest or something every time I see him. Oh, it hurts, man. Funny. It hurts. Leave me alone. <laughs> Quit bullying me. <laughs> um. Obviously, Chris Rock is on tour. He's doing very well. Sellouts everywhere. Um, and what's next for Will Smith? Who knows? Nothing. But here's and, and then there's there's so like I said there's so many layers to yeah. this thing that somebody insulted his wife and he stood up for it. That to me, there's a little bit of admiration there um, that you would stand up for your wife. Like I find that admirable. I wish that that the academy would have this. Just like Will Smith should have should reach reach a point of anger with the guy that was with his wife. Yeah, maybe the academy could find that level of uh, uh, of uh, I don't know the word. Uh, they want to sanction people like Roman Polanski. Yeah, or Woody Allen. Right. Or Harvey Weinstein. Right. You know maybe. They could work up enough uh, guts to say something to them and not praise them as being great. Right. And if you don't know any of those situations, you know, you can Google what Roman Polanski did. Right. Use your Google machine. You know? Roman Polanski hadn't been to the United States yeah. in decades. He can't come back right. to the United States right. because there's no statute of limitations to protect him from what he did. This is true. Um. So apparently, Chris, hey, if he wants to sue me, he can come back here. <laughs> he Appar- apparently, somebody had t- in 2015 or somewhere in there, Chris <coughs> Rock had done a joke at the Oscars about Jada Smith. Mm-hmm. And this guy tweeted, man, Will Smith really needs to stand over up for his wife right there. And then he kind of found that tweet and, re- and retweeted. He was like, well, I guess he finally did. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing, he laughed at the joke to start with. Yeah, yeah. He was laughing. Yeah. And then she wasn't. Yeah. And she's got this poor guy's head so twisted she up. Yes. You talk about, I'm sorry, I, you talk about men gaslighting women. If you think it doesn't work the other way, where women can gaslight men, 
Mm-hmm. Watch that. Yeah. And again, after he hit her, after, excuse me, after he hit Chris Rock, mm-hmm. Jada Smith laughs the whole time he's coming back. She laughs, and when he she's he of course sits, she did when he sits down, she quit laughing. She he he perpetually makes a fool of himself over this woman. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I'm sorry that she's bald headed, but the joke wasn't that bad. It really wasn't. It really was kind of a tame joke. Yeah, it wasn't like he, you know. Back to what would you do? Like we were, the, so we, if you were at a comedy club, right? You kind of know there's a chance they're going to pick at me a little bit. Yeah, I was at a comedy right. show with I my just, grandfather yeah. one time. Yeah, when I was a kid, it was a clean, family friendly yeah. show. But you know what? Like we were we were at the at Dangerfields, but yeah. it was one of them little showboat things you do on vacation. And yeah. my grandfather was bald, and the guy said it's a good thing you didn't wear a turtleneck because you look like a stick of roll-on deodorant. <laughs> You don't know what that is. Like, you have to Google what roll-on yeah. deodorant is. But yeah. he said, you look like a stick of roll-on deodorant if you had a turtleneck on. <laughs> and everybody laughed. Right. You know. So you kind of know. Yeah. When you go to a comedy show. So when they pay a comedian to get up there, you know what those comedians do. Right. God, I imagine Ricky Gervais is watching that. Holy. Some God. of the stuff he Did said. you see? What, he posted a clip from The Office where there's a joke about his wife has... I don't know the name of this. Alopecia. He's like, his wife's got alopecia. There's no peace in his home. Like, he posted a clip of them making a joke about it. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it's... Mm. When, here's the question I have, because this is the kind of stuff I notice. Uh-huh. I grew up watching the Oscars. It's always been in the... Th- I know they built the Kodak Theater. I didn't know that the front had tables. Yeah, I've like, been there. It's it's down right beside Grauman's Chinese Theater. Yeah. On you got to go like, in. Yeah, just... it's like a, I didn't get to go in. No, no, I didn't. I just went like this that staircase that you see see yeah. him walk up. I've been there. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you I, can go. I mean, it's I, on Hollywood I, but I didn't realize that um, the seating was like it was. I don't remember it ever being like that. That looks new. Right. That's what I. That looked new to me. Because normally there would have been a bunch of steps you got to climb to get uh-huh. to Chris Rock to hit him. Right. Right. That's what I was thinking. I always remembered them kind of getting up from their seats and going, I don't know. I ain't watched it in, ever since the artist won. And I said, I'm never watching this again because it's not like they're nominating yeah, any Did anybody and see? Then when the, when um, the last couple, when uh, Straight Outta Compton didn't win, I was definitely done. What, I quit who, even following it. Yeah, I don't even know who won that year. I don't know, but I know Straight Outta Compton was the best movie I saw that year. At least when, and I'm not defending this decision, at least when Dances with Wolves beat Goodfellas, I'd seen both those movies. Right, right. It wasn't like, what is Dances well, and, with Wolves? And like, I remember like, The Fugitive got nominated. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it used to just be movies that people actually watched. Right. But that's a, you know, Ricky Gervais said it best. You, you are in no position to lecture anybody from this pulpit come up thank god thank your agent take your award and f off and yeah we don't nobody wants to hear what you yeah. like it's just they're they live in a different world now man yeah and i was so like never more was it shown than when they all sang imagine a couple of years ago yeah you talking about just tone deaf yeah you know we're all in this together no we're not 
I still have to go to work every day. You're in a mansion with your own gym, and you got somebody doing your grocery shopping. And we're not in you. anything together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were not. No, yeah. I. I had to go to work every day. Yeah. Anyway, was he right or wrong? I don't know. I think uh, was it real or not? I don't even know that. I don't know that we'll. You know, we keep waiting for him <laughs> to say that the Montreal screw job was a work. But who knows? Maybe Will Smith and you wanted to talk about about Bret Hart. Maybe Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock will d- do sit down with Jr. and talk about this night <laughs> like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart did. That's right. You, let's talk about Bret Hart real quick. You said something as we were starting. No, just that I'm glad that like I see your your uh, Dash Harwood and Cash Wheeler, and then Bret Hart said or uh, CM Punk said some stuff the other week, and I'm just glad that the the narrative is changing right. with this new company now that and people are talking because WWE didn't. They wanted you to believe that Shawn Michaels was the better choice, and he was not. Right, he was not the better choice, man. Right, he, like choosing him over Bret Hart. I just I don't get it, man. <clears throat> I don't know. I've never, I didn't understand it then. He's great in the ring. Don't get me wrong. Right. Of course, then his buddy, Triple H, said, you want me to show you how to get out of doing a job? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, well, I, you know, one cool thing, CM Punk had in so many of his matches since he's been back, there's been little subtle callbacks mm-hmm. to Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say... I, I don't know. I just I, I have I, I need to go back and watch more Bret Hart. I, I think, think you should. I think you'd be surprised how how believable he was. I mean, yeah. he was. I was a big Bret Hart fan, man. And uh, I'm just glad to see him like getting talked about again, and a new generation getting exposed and saying, "Wow, man, like this this guy really was good." Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I never doubted yeah. that he was. Um. Yeah, never doubted that he was good. I mean, he was. I've been watching a lot of. I've been watching a lot of wrestling lately, man. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so much. What you been watching? Everything, dude. I like a lot of that. Uh, I watched like Bret Hart and uh, and uh, the Undertaker from SummerSlam, and then kind of mm. watched the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels Hell in a Cell. Um, a lot of Bret Hart though. I've been I was watching a lot of Bret Hart for a few days. I was watching a lot of Vader, um, and then uh, not a lot of Undertaker. Undertaker's one of those guys that that I really like a lot, but right. I, don't, I don't. I can't look back and say like these were my favorite matches, right? You know, except for the the Hell in a Cell with Shawn Michaels, which right. is one of my favorite matches. Right. And then the WrestleMania matches with Shawn Michaels. And I thought his matches with Yokozuna were really good. Yeah. Um, so I've just been watching a lot of that stuff, a lot from that era. Then I watched uh, – we were talking about the Bunkhouse uh, Buck-Dustin Rhodes match. I watched that, that whole show, which yeah. was so – like it's the last show before the, the, Hulk, the Hulk Hogan yeah. stuff started. And um, I think it's the – maybe there was one more, but I'm pretty sure it was like the last show. And, like, shortly after that, like, Jim Duggan squashed Steve Austin and yeah. Ricky Steamboat was gone. And yeah. 
and just everything just changed with that company, man. And not for the better. Yeah. Yeah. Not for the better. It didn't get good till uh, Scott Hall come back again. So I, wa- I went back and was watching. Uh, you asked what I've been watching. Scott Hall and, yeah. and Shawn Michaels. Scott Hall and Bret Hart from the Royal Rumble. I watched that. I remember, because I think Hall, I want to say, he debuted in 84. Maybe I'm, I might be wrong about that. Mm-hmm. But he was with Dan Spivey. They were the American uh, Starship Eagle and Coyote. Uh-huh. And that's that's when I think I started. Wa- it was bef- right about then mm-hmm. when I started watching wrestling. And I can Man. remember watching him when he had the big mustache. Yeah. Uh, on uh, on AWA, him and Kurt Hennig. And yeah. Then, and then Razor, like when I think back, if I had to rank from that era, my my favorite, like it would be Bret Hart number one and Razor number two and Undertaker number three. Mm. So that's how much I like the Razor Ramon. Now Scott Hall wants the NWO thing. I thought, eh. It was good. I still yeah. liked him, but not as much as I liked Razor Ramon. I right. love the something happened to the gold, Chico. Something going to happen to you. I just thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Scott Hall always just seemed like that's the guy you want to hang out with. Cool guy, man. Yeah. yeah like that, you can't teach that. Le- the the gift that went around mm-hmm. of him, like right after he died, like uh, when the guy threw the drink and hit him, did you see that? Yeah. And like how much, even like that didn't rattle him. Yeah. He just took the the fluid and flattened his hair down with it and, and then kind of did a little head shake. And yeah. He was just, he was cool, man. Him and Kevin Nash both, that's what they got Yeah, that you can't teach, man. Some people have, like The Rock has a certain charisma. Hollywood, or Hulk Hogan has a charisma. Right. Steve Austin. But Hall and Nash were, were cool. Yeah. They yeah. looked like they were cool guys. Yeah, like the kind of guys you'd want to hang out with. The kind of guys you want to be like, if you're being yeah. perfectly honest, man. Right. You know, I mean, right. that's what you want to be like. Not like uh, Marco Stunt <laughs> no. or uh, Joey Janela. No, not at all. I don't want to be like those guys at all. But, like, you could see, you could live vicariously through those kind of guys when you were a kid, you know? Um, the... Uh, the Tapped Out Wrestling Podcast did this thing, and I, I need to go back and listen to it because they haven't. Uh, they were getting ready for WrestleMania week, but what they were going to do, because I would love to do this. This is one thing I don't think we ever did in 300-plus episodes, eight-plus years. Uh, we did so many great shows where we kind of did dream WrestleManias. They did a thing where make your dream WrestleMania card using actual WrestleMania matches. Mm-hmm. Every title's got to be defended, but you can only use a wrestler one time. And I was I was thinking <laughs> through, man, what what would your card be? I mean, I'm not saying let's do that right now, but but I mean, what what's your I mean, which WrestleMania weekend? What's like if you were going to make your dream WrestleMania card? What's like the two matches you could not live without? Oh, that? I mean, I can Steve Austin and Bret Hart submission match. Okay. Um, Undertaker and Shawn Michaels from 25. Yeah. Savage and Warrior from WrestleMania 8. Huh. Um, God, but see, then you take away Hogan and Warrior, which was such. So I guess I would have to go with Hogan and Andre from WrestleMania 3. I, so, um, so I, 
I'm torn on that because I loved Hogan and Rock so much. Yeah, maybe there you go. There's the, the Hogan and Rock then. Yeah. Now for me. But see, you hadn't defended the world title yet either. Right. At I, that point. Like, think about all the matches we just named because I'm, I'm on board with you. Mm-hmm. Steve and Brett. Michael's an undertaker. I'm right there with you. Dang Hogan and Hogan and Rock. And for me, I'm throwing in one of those TLC matches. That's what I was about to say. The the first the TLC match. I was so who's your? I mean, we still got so for Savage your, Steamboat for the Intercontinental. Yeah, title. but I use Savage Warrior. So you is that that was that for the title? No, no, that was retirement match. Yeah, that was his retirement match. That was great. That was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. Not a dry in the house. So the Intercontinental title, um, that was the original, um, no, it wasn't, no. You've got to get the IC and the world title and the tag titles. Yeah. Well, the tag well, titles. Well, tag titles are on TLC. TLC. I see, uh, huh. I would have to look at when the IC title was defended. Yeah, I mean, because I don't remember other than a few, and then the world title. God, like I said, we you can't use Flair and Savage. I would vote against Cena and Miz. I wouldn't do that one. God no, the Miz, the Miz wouldn't get to work security. Let me ask you this, uh huh? Because we've used some of the all-time greats. Mm-hmm. So our CM Punk, Chris Jericho. For the Intercontinental title? No, that, they wrestled for the world title. Okay. Didn't they wrestle for the world title? I at tell WrestleMania? you. All right, so here's my then my world title match. They, maybe they did is uh, just off the top of my head, um, Guerrero and um, Lesnar. Yes, that, okay. Either that but or, wait, or the, Lesnar, that wasn't Lesnar and Angle. Yeah, Guerrero Lesnar was before Mania. No, it wasn't. Yeah, because Lesnar and Goldberg wrestled at Mania. Mm-hmm. I agree. This is the year before Lesnar wrestled in more than one WrestleMania. Wrestled. Guer- he lost his. Uh, he lost the title to Guerrero the same year that Benoit won the title from um, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Okay, so I thought that's when they celebrated in the ring together at the end. But that's WrestleMania twenty, right? Because I thought that was the year Lesnar wrestled Goldberg. Maybe I'm. You, listen, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Listen, I, I'm not trying – please don't think – fans, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Mark Whitman here in question. I'm not trying – listen, let me just be clear. This man knows more about wrestling. He forgot more about wrestling on his drive over here than I know now. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe – you know, I could be wrong, but I would have sworn that that was the year. Who did it, Guerrero win it from, if not Lesnar? Um, well, that's what I'm saying. I thought Guerrero won it going into WrestleMania, and Benoit won the triple threat against Triple H and Michaels, and then Guerrero came out. I thought Guerrero just maybe successfully defended it. I don't think you may be right. Eddie Guerrero beats Brock Lesnar for the title at No Way Out. I'm going to tell you, Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle, that was a really good match. That was fantastic. So, yeah, we'll go with Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle then. No, I think you were actually right about that. I was wrong. 
So what triple H, would you put a triple H match on the card? I tell you, I've never, you know, if you want to put him on against somebody, maybe, I don't know. I've just never been a huge triple H fan. I'm right. I, I wrap him. That's up. the way I, I feel about Bret Hart. I see. And I feel that way about triple H because of Bret Hart. Right. Okay. Like, I when I you. saw what happened to mm-hmm. Triple H's NXT, it made yeah. me happy oh. to see that happen to him and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. They both needed to get taken down a peg or two. Gotcha. Okay. That made me happy. Gotcha. Because it reminded me of probably what it felt like when, when they did the racist angle with Booker T. Yeah. And then Triple H decided it probably wasn't best to put him over at WrestleMania. Right. So karma's a bitch. <laughs> you know? So I like when I saw them take all the power away from Triple H and Shawn Michaels in NXT, it made my heart happy. That's how much I did. I just don't like Triple I got H. You. And, okay. and, but I understand there's a lot of people that do. Right. Like it's just little stuff with him. Like the whole thing with Bret Hart. Like you think that Bret Hart wouldn't kick the crap out of Triple H. And like a lot of that was Triple H running his mouth right right um he showed up he carried Hall and nash's bags yeah he carried Shawn michaels bags for him yeah he married the boss's daughter yeah you know and i know a lot of people like him and that's cool i was yeah. talking to a guy at work the other day he said triple h is my favorite he did the best promos and i'm like what yeah like, what do you mean he did the best promos? He's got this monotone delivery. Yeah. Now, in the ring, he's pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's not like I watched him in uh, Cactus Jack from Royal Rumble, though. It was a right. great match. He had some great matches, yeah. but he's just not. I think you had the best description of Triple H in that he was never the guy, but he was the guy who worked with well, the that guy. I don't think that was me that said that. I think that was, you know. And plus that, like even when he the when he did the stuff with Foley mm-hmm. at the end of Foley's career, where Foley put him over, mm-hmm. he then goes back and tells the story that well neither one of us was the guy. No, Foley was the guy. Yeah, Foley was one of the guys. Right, he was one of the top. You were not. Right, you became a guy because of him. Right, because of guys like The Rock, and then that the way that company has change the story to make you believe he's on the same level as Steve Austin and the rock. And and he's not, no, no, he's not on that level. He would not be on any legitimate Mount Rushmore. No, of any era. Great. And, and like there was like his hair was always a big deal. Yeah. And he avoided having it cut. Yeah. In a match. Uh And now he's avoided having to go out on his back. Yeah. And I know he's sick. I'm not saying it. I mean, right. I get it. I understand that. Yeah. I'm not putting him down for whatever health issues. I feel bad for him. He had a good career. Yeah. But I just, I'm not a big fan. I got you. I got you. Just not a, not a big fan of his. So no, um, unless he happened to be in a match. Right. I would not go out of my way to make sure he was on my WrestleMania card. I got you. His, he, he could be. Just like his promos could be long and boring, so could some of his matches. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that match he had with Undertaker was a little too long. And he had a Hell in a Cell match with Shawn Michaels. It was about 30 minutes too long. Oh, gosh. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and he had a match with Batista that was too a lot. I mean, you just look back at all these matches he had that were way too long, just like his promos and his nose. <laughs> way too long. Yep. Uh, Plus, you know, the way they did China. And then when they talked about putting her in the Hall of Fame, he got, he's got the audacity to say they don't want to put her in the Hall of Fame because what happens when my kids Google China? What are they going to find out about you and her? Yeah. Are, are you upset because she did some adult films? Because right. it didn't stop them from putting Sonny in the Hall of Fame. But isn't China in the Hall of Fame now? She is now. They right. put her. They put DX in the – they didn't put China in the Hall of Fame. They put DX in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I thought mm. – Okay. They put DX in the Hall of Fame, and they've included her, but like I don't think any of her family was invited. Oh, gotcha. You know, so none, none of that. So listen, I'm not saying she didn't contribute. Right. She definitely had some issues. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure that some of those issues didn't come about because of the way that everybody that she got treated. Right. 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 I'm right there with you. So with that and the Bret Hart stuff, man, good riddance. I was glad to see him take NXT away from me. Um, I don't even know what's I don't even know what's going on in NXT. So this show is going to start in two minutes and twenty seconds. Um, if you're Tony Khan and you bought Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. what are you doing with Ring of Honor? I'm just using it to, uh, you know, show man. I, don't, I see the picture of Jonathan Gresham and Bandito. Yeah. Maybe I groomed Jonathan Gresham mm-hmm. uh, for something because I hear his name a lot. Bandito, I don't know. I've heard the name, but I don't know much about him. Right. Um, but other than that, I I don't know what I do with it, man, because I haven't watched Ring of Honor in so long. I don't know who's there. I don't, maybe use it as some sort of feeder system. Right. Well, they the rumor is that they're going to use it developmental. If they, if it's me, they've got that place at Universal Studios they've been filming. Yeah. I make Ring of Honor a studio show. I yeah. um yeah, there you go. and Ring of Honor becomes kind of the place between dark elevation and then the kind of the main roster that that Ring of Honor is for like Lee Moriarty. Perfect for Ring of Honor. Yeah. He's not quite yeah. ready for I mean, I'm not saying he's not good. He's not recognizable enough mm-hmm. for Dynamite and Rampage. Mm-hmm. I would say um Dude, let's just face it. They're about to do a brand split. I mean, they've pretty much done a brand split anyway. Yeah. Because there are people that wrestle on Dynamite that never wrestle on Rampage and Mm -hmm. people that wrestle on Rampage that never wrestle on Dynamite now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'd do, man, to be honest with you. I'm here because you invited me over to watch it. I I wanted to watch the Undertaker Hall of Fame induction. With you and I, I was very excited for FTR and the brisket. Yeah, me too. Like that's a, that's the match for me. Like the rest right. of it, hey, it's great. We got twenty five seconds. You want to wrap this thing up? Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Hey yo, hey yo. Great. I mean, you know, loved him. So. Yeah, we've been from the beginning, big fans, big fans. So hey, thank you for listening for the Double Drop Kick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.